What's up players, it's your boy Reese back with Improv Radio and we have some special guests today. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi. <laughs> uh, well, what, I, sorry. What, what's your uh, name? <laughs> I, I seem to have <laughs> jumped the gun a bit there. Uh, well, uh, uh, my name is Stephen <laughs> Marlon. Uh, sort of explore extraordinaire, I suppose. <laughs> and where have you been recently, Stephen? Oh, <laughs> where haven't I been, Reese? Where haven't I been? Hull, uh, <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> oh, the stories I could tell. <laughs> so yes, we have Stephen, um, Stephen Surning, and um... <laughs> Manan. Manoon. Okay, and <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, oh, yeah. Hi, um, it's me. Uh, it's uh, Paul Oddcast. Uh, you probably best know me for my uh, most famous invention named after me, uh, Poppadoms. Because my, <laughs> my dad was called Dom, so I named him after him. Ah. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Okay, and do you eat poppadoms on a regular basis? Uh, yes, I eat them thrice a day. Okay. Um, so some of you might notice that John isn't here today. It's becoming a recurring thing. Um, okay, I'm going to turn this into a game. I have three reasons as to why John is not here. One of them is true. So I'll slide this piece of paper over to you, Paul, if you can read them out. Oh, thank you. When you're, when you're ready, Paul. Oh, right, yes. I forgot uh, talking. Um, <laughs> he, he's not here because um, he is busy dealing with an oil spill in central Leamington Spa. <laughs> um, yes. He, he's not here because uh, he has turned into a tree and is currently nourishing the world. Okay. And um, he, or he's not here because he's he's just a bit of a fucking dick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can we swear? Um. Maybe some light swears, like what you might find on Channel Four around eight o'clock. All right. So like Bamwazler, but not a Bamwazler, uh, but yeah. not Noki Noopy. No. Um. Let's let's not say. F- okay. You know what? Um, is it all right? Um, I, I've got a mate, uh, d- uh, Reese. He'll go back and fix it in post. Oh, will he? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Different Reese. Ah. Nice guy. <laughs> all right. Great. So he definitely not me if it's a nice guy. Okay. So, <laughs> so we have. Oh, very good. <laughs> we have three reasons why John may not be here. Number one, he is busy dealing with an oil spill in Central Leamington Spa. Number two, he's turned into a tree and is nourishing the world. Number three, he's just a bit of a funking dick. So, uh, Stephen, what do you think? Which one is true? Oh, well, funnily enough, Reese, I've I've been to Leamington Spa, <laughs> and uh, famously, there is oil in the street. Um, <laughs> 
I, I've never met John, but, okay. but I have heard him on the radio. I can't imagine he's a funking uh, dick. So I, I'm going to have to go for number two. Number two. He turned into a tree and is nourishing the world. Okay. Yes. yes. And uh, Mr. Ogkirst, what do you think? Well, uh, I'm at a bit of a crossroads here because... I don't think it would actually be either of the first two because that would imply John doing something selfless. But uh, okay. <laughs> I, I also don't think it's the third one because I've seen John at the disco and he's got no funk whatsoever. Ah. So ah. <laughs> I think you played a little prank on me and I think it's a secret fourth option you didn't put in this piece of paper you slid over <laughs> to me. Very clever. Very clever, Paul. You'll see him right through me. Okay, here's what you're going to do. Pass that piece of paper over to Stephen. Okay, Sh- Stephen, and now turn that paper over. Secret option four. Oh, oh. <laughs> Secret option four. John doesn't like us. Yes, and that is the correct option. That is why he's not here today. Uh, wow. Well, you, you, you've done it again, Reese. <laughs> I, I tell you what, if all the listeners ask really nicely... You just might get a guest appearance sometime from a, a good friend of mine, Joe, who uh, who actually was quite keen in inventing improv radio back in its early days in Aberystwyth. No, I don't remember that. Nah, he, he was all... I, I don't, he, he was a real funking dink. <laughs> he was the funking worst. <laughs> um, I, I noticed some unnecessary pluralisation there. You, you said listeners? <laughs> well, well, if we all listen back to it later, that's that's a triple listenership to last episode. Well, that yeah, seems ac- actually, yeah, very that, unlikely, Paul. That would make this the most popular improv radio episode ever. Uh, you know, under under Minor John's leadership, anyway. Anyway, um, <laughs> so. I learned recently, right, that millennials in this country uh, may well get £10,000 on their 25th birthday as a sort of equity because uh, millennials can't afford housing or life in general. Um, have you guys seen this? I have, yes. Yes, and <laughs> I think it's a good idea. <laughs> so, um, I think it's a good idea um, because... I'm not 25 yet, so I still have another year for this get to get through government. If it takes longer than a year, I'm not a fan. Um, but uh, the BBC is suggesting that £10,000 is not enough. Um, and they're also saying you'll probably only be able to spend this in certain ways. So uh, you can only put it down as a deposit on a home. Um you can start a business with it, you can pay for your student loan, or put it into a pension, which will give you 33 grand once you retire. Now, now, Reese, can I, can I interject? <laughs> now, I, as, as you know, I've studied many, many populations, and, and, and I'm going to tell you both about a quite, a, quite an interesting population. Uh, you might know of them. Come, they come from a place called Plymouth. Plymouth, okay. Yeah, and, and, and they famously don't believe in money. Really? I've heard this. Yes. 
Yes, famously they, they don't have money, they've never needed money, and unlike our <laughs> hilarious concept, but for them it's a hilarious concept of capitalism, no, no, they, they still engage in, in what I think can be best described as a sort of bartering. Okay, so let me give you a scenario. I'm walking down the road, down Plymouth High Street, fancy myself, fancy myself a pasty from a popular pasty chain. Mm. How do I obtain said pasty? Well, you'd go in, you'd point at it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been there myself. You'd, you'd go in, you'd Can point. you not talk to people in the shops? Do you have to do everything for <laughs> Maybe clearly you... Is the shop run by deaf people? That must make, clearly that must make you... the battering system a lot more difficult if you can't actually engage in conversation. <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to Plymouth. No. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm they still, stop. I'm still quite confused. Um, Paul, c- could you just pretend to be a customer walking down Plymouth High Street? You fancy a pasty, uh, Stephen? You work in the popular pasty chain. Right. Okay. Um, just for, uh, just for audio's sake, I'm going to pretend that we exist in a world where people in Plymouth talk to each other and don't just point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for radio. That's not very realistic. Okay. Okay, when you're ready. When you're ready. Okay. Well, Paul, you're walking down the street. That's the first thing. Hey, looking good, Paul. Thanks. Hi, nice hat. Oh, it's 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 a shoe. Cool. See you later, Jeff. Very Plymouth. What, Jeff? Jif. Like a, like a, like peanut butter. Jif. Oh, help, I've lost my son. <laughs> I'll check if he's in the pasty shop. Thank you, you're a, you're a star. He's just right there, Jeff. <laughs> Insert noise. Paul walks through door. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the pasty shop. Thank is, you. Is my son in there? <laughs> <laughs> Are you Jif's son? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's that kid in the in the oven then? <laughs> <laughs> That's a pasty. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for your time, sirs. Okay. I'll give you a ring if I see him. Cheers, what a silly young goat. <laughs> anyway, okay. to the to the purpose I entered this shop, I'd like a pasty. Okay. What can you offer me for it? Um let's see. I can offer you that guy's phone number. <laughs> oh, Um, I can offer you my shoes. Oh. Or I can offer you... Um, okay, just break this in a second. Reese. Yeah. Am I allowed to pretend that within this I have anything I want in my pockets? Or do I have to pretend I have the actual things I have in my pockets? Um, you can have anything, but I'm going to limit your choices. Um, you <laughs> are allowed one blue thing. Oh. 
one one thing that um, outside Plymouth would cost you two pounds sixty. Okay. And one thing that that is alive. Okay, well, this is also a fun game within a game because it means now people at home get to guess from the three things I say which one is which. Wow. Okay, back in the scene. All right, I can offer you a blue whale, a second blue whale, (laughs) and, and this portrait I made of a blue whale using tins of dolphin friendly tuna. Now uh, 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 uh. take the tuna. <laughs> All right. Do you want the canvas as well? Or do you want me just to scrape the tuna off? <laughs> just the tuna. All right. Oi, oi! <laughs> it's me, Stephen. Stephen, it's me, Mister Pasty. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Hello, it's Peter Pasty. What have I? What have I told you about accepting tuna in place of pasties? <laughs> You fucking dink! I mean, I have 35 quid as well if you want that. No, 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 this is Plymouth. Ah, yes. Uh, End scene. Yeah, that was perfect, guys. All right. So, so, so I mean, is it much clearer exactly what it's there, like in Plymouth? I, I think I understand. Stephen, is that how it goes down? Exactly. All the, I mean, like that, but they don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Does that guy find his son? <laughs> Not in Plymouth. Oh, no. <laughs> Plymouth is such a bustling city. <laughs> I, I imagine, like with every child in Plymouth, he was eventually found in Truro. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> so, so, see. So, uh, you've been to Plymouth. Yeah? Yes. Okay. And uh, the reason we got onto that is because um, we were talking about the oil spill. Did you, yes. did you witness this? <laughs> did you witness the oil spill? <laughs> I did. Okay, thank you, Stephen. <laughs> okay. Um, we are going to go to a break, I think. We're going to play a song. It's by none other than John Gallagher. And uh, the song is Fight As One. But before I play that, I have invented a new sting. So let me know what you guys think. (laughs) You're listening to Imperfect Radio. Now for a break. Can't 
be tamed Warrior And we stand On this ground Scars and paws Fallen mouth Cross the channel Skip on shields On my trail Fold the breath Beneath your fingers Catch this winter when we fall
listening to Improv Radio. Oh, yeah! And we are back. So, what did you guys think of John Gallagher's fight as one? Yeah, it was good. I, I liked the bit about fighting and the singularity of it. Yeah? Uh, I've got to say, Risa, I, I did like it. I... I... To be honest with you, I've only really enjoyed for the last 50 years songs by Mongolian throat singers. And, okay. <laughs> and where, where are you finding these Mongolian folk singers? Do they release albums? Most, mo- mostly Mongolia. Ah, so you've travelled outside the UK? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, you have been to many places, I think is an understatement, yes. and <laughs> and uh, you have a book coming out, is that correct? That's correct. What's the, what's the name of your book, Stephen? It's called Stephen Manahan, Man or Not. <laughs> Do you answer the uh, titular question by the end of the book? Oh, Paul, <laughs> I do. I definitely do. Well, I'm going to have to read it to find out. How long is the book? <laughs> 47 pages. Wow. So that's, what, could, three, could... four days reading? Yeah. Well, funnily enough, actually, Paul, I... It, if I may, Reese, I, I I actually have an audio book as well. Whoa! Okay. Um. Okay. Did you narrate it yourself, or did you get someone I, to us in? Or I I I narrated it myself. Oh, great. Um. Okay. I know what we could do. We'll play a sample. Um. So we'll pick your chapter entitled Durham. Is that, which chapter? Sorry. Chapter 18, Durham. Chapter 18, Durham. Yes, full title, yes. Durham. And then you've, you've got sort of brackets then. Durham, the time I lost my pants. Of course. Famously. I'll just hit play. Beep. Chapter 18, Durham. Brackets, the time I lost my pants. Close brackets. Durham is a city in the northeast of England, famous, of course, for its cathedral. And when I went there, my pants. So, to begin at the beginning, the year 1984. The place, Durham, as previously mentioned. The individual involved, myself. The item of clothing I lost, my pants. Let's just pause there. Okay, we'll come back to that. Um, Paul, I think you can agree. I, I'm on the edge of my seat. This is a mile-a-minute adventure. Surely... You know what? I, I was promised by the t- title of the chapter that it would involve you in Durham and you losing your pants, and we've already established all of those objects and locations <laughs> within what the can first I sentence. What, what can I say? I, I tried to, to reward the audience. <laughs> Stephen, you waste no time getting the story out, and that is something I appreciate in an author. I can't stand these two-parters and eight-book series about 
finding a a piece of toast or you know something like that so i i can really appreciate that so so i don't have time to plug my eight part series about me finding a piece of toast (laughs) um paul i'm so sorry um Ah. i i need to learn to uh think before i speak um so let's just go back to that uh audio sample I was walking down Main Street when I happed upon a small non. Okay. That's a really good start of a sentence. Bit of a cliffhanger when you stop in the middle, don't you agree? <laughs> I know what's coming next. I, I assume you do, yeah. Um, <laughs> Paul, just from the first half of that sentence, what do you think is going to happen next? I have literally no idea. Um, yeah. I think um, I think there's a chance that uh, we might we might get introduced to a love interest, perhaps. I think that'd be nice. I would like um, I would like Stephen to not find his pants, but find a replacement pair of pants. And maybe that's where this love interest can come in. Maybe they're a shopkeeper. Oh, we'll have that's to just, wait and see. Can I can I ask um, does Durham apply by the barter system as well? <laughs> No, no, they're, they're staunch capitalists. <laughs> All right, oh. so, so this, um, this, uh, this r- love interest we're imagining comes in won't be uh, allowing you to pay for your new pants in another way. <laughs> Stephen, can I ask you? Is there a love interest? Can you reveal that to us? Uh, well, <laughs> you'll have to wait and see, Reese. Okay. Beep. Dread, where I realised uh, after a quick pause that I and I saw the most beautiful girl in the world. Long flowing hair, beautiful. Oh, sorry. Beep. Green eyes. Beep. I'm sorry. The button is sticky. Beep. <laughs> With a wonderful, alluring smell, I leaned over to her owner and said, "Can I pick your?" Wait, 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 wait. This lady has an owner? <laughs> yes. I'm going I'm to put it in, in a bit now. I think the alluring smell is that of Lynx Africa. Why would you think that? Uh, what, what an incredibly ridiculous thing to it's, say. It's the first smell I ever had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so logically it would make sense. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'll go through all the smells I've had in order when guessing. That's how I guess everything. Seems fair. Chronological. <laughs> so, uh, Stephen, we can see where this is going. There's a love interest coming in. Perfect. That's perfect storytelling. And um, if I have my information correct, you have a uh, celebrity who did the voice of the love interest. That's correct. Uh, who was that? Good question, uh, which I'm very happy to answer. Um, of course, <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, that famous celebrity who Are I got the voice, my love interest, was none other than the, the the rather wonderful, I might add, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. And I can't believe you got it to sing for the book, too. <laughs> That's right. I can right. hardly believe it myself. Let's resume. Beep. Pet dog. Of course you can. <laughs> oh, good. 
I see you keep you keep your dog smelling lovely and fresh using some finest Lynx Africa. Yes. If you want to pet my dog, you can. <laughs> oh, you. Can I get your number? Yes. It is Pauline. <laughs> Pauline. My name's Stephen Manahan. And, uh, uh, oh, I don't appear to have any anything to write your number on. Oh, oh, I know. Bear with me a moment. I'll take off my pants and write it on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very good. Arnold Schwarzenegger, he's not, he's not the best singer, is he? Oh, well, uh, no, I, I admit. I, I mean, I think uh, even Arnold himself would, would say that he, he did struggle a bit with the audiobook, but... but you know, I think to backing music, and and when he gets his solo, uh, you know, it's great. Can I ask him how does the uh, how how do you represent the musical sections in the text version of the book? Uh, I I write the sheet music. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, that makes sense. Okay. Um. So now we know how you lost your pants. Also, nearly every single one of them is a raptor. Parents just don't understand by D- the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy <laughs> J. I think it gets to the point where you're, you're famous enough, you can do whatever you want. And also, <laughs> he, he can't sing, but people will buy his albums. Exactly. That's why and, he has eight out. And also, I hear that was the first song that Arnold Schwarzenegger ever heard. So it would make sense that it would be the one he'd keep ripping. <laughs> exactly. Parents just don't understand by the Fresh Prince and <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> the first and only, some would say, song that Arnold Schwarzenegger really likes. <laughs> I've heard that people have theorised he might have at one point heard Bismarck's Just a Friend. But uh, that turned out to be false. He only <laughs> nearly heard it. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> okay, so you've lost your pants. Can I just clarify something? Um, mm. I've been imagining this the whole time, like losing a pair of trousers, like the American sense of pants. Um, so what actually do you mean? Trousers or underwear? Oh, uh, an easy mistake to make, Reese. No, no. What, what I did, and it's a true story, of course... What I did is I met Pauline, played by in the in the audiobook by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I met Pauline, who is now my wife of thirty years, and and I and I'd petted her pet dog, which at first alerted me because of the delicious smell of Lynx Africa coming off it, and 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 I'd realised I didn't have a piece of paper or something to write her number down, so I'd done what any normal person would do in Durham taken off my underwear to, to write it on there well yeah it's logical maybe yeah. that was the first first thing you saw something written down on <laughs> yes okay um so we're going to come back to your sample what i notice in the rest of this chapter it takes a slight turn in tone because you refuse to use the letter e <laughs> that's okay. right Beep. i did oh Yes, my dog. Let me get your number. Wait, beep. <laughs> you, you said both the word yes and number. That's not what's written down. Well, I have well, the book I'm, here. 
Unfortunately, I, I didn't write that, but Arnold absolutely point blank refused to not use the letter E. <laughs> Are you kidding? This is why I should have just uh, hired one of the actors from my homeland, because uh, we would have just been like, yes, let me get your number. And then you wouldn't have had to write, have had any E's anyway. But you can barely understand what he's saying at all. Mostly F's and G's. Okay. <laughs> They're my okay. favorite letters. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to this. Beep. But f- first, I show you my number. Beep. In this. Okay. Um, I I don't know what's wrong with the file you sent me for your audiobook. It gets sort of corrupted here and hard to understand. Um, so that's why I've brought the print version of the book. So, um, Paul, if you take this and just continue off, uh, continue where the audio stopped. All right. Um, let me just flick through the pages. All right. Oh, let's go. Can you give me the beep anyway, just to keep oh, it? Sure. Beep. So, anyway. Um, while you're right. Oh, sorry. This is Arnold talking right now. <laughs> So anyway, uh, obviously in the book it's not apparent. While you're writing Dan your number on your pants, um, let me. T- oh no! Look at that swift breeze coming in from the east. <laughs> it was, I admit, very difficult to try and make east work in the chapter, <laughs> having earlier refused it, to write the letter E. I, I do like that you wrote the word breeze with three I's in place of the two E's, though. Just That's to... right. <laughs> Britsy. You did so I... much actually get rid of the letter E as replace it with a series of I's. <laughs> I, yes. I read it like it was in an accent. Like, uh, you know, if you read <laughs> anyway. train spotting is written in Scottish. Well, exactly, oh. yeah. Oh, no. Your pints. They're in the sky now. And a gull has taken them. <laughs> it's flown up and up and up into the sun. Your pits <laughs> have burned. Th- that's the end of the book. What? That, what? <laughs> yes. Yeah, what? So you, you've entered this book in quite a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you planning to make a sequel? No. I, d- I don't get why there's actually 32 blank pages after it. Well, uh, originally I- I'd planned on doing a series of sketches on my pants, but but in the end I thought, why not let the reader draw that for themselves? Is, is this actually a book, or is it actually just um, an audio trying to place for a new pair of pants? <laughs> <laughs> it's both. All right. Okay. I have a, have a mate who could kit you out with some good new gear if you want. Oh, uh, yes. A good mate, uh, Mick Wilden. He's, he, <laughs> he makes some fantastic underwear. Oh, uh, yeah, by all means. Yeah. Is, he yeah. From, is he from South Africa? Uh, yeah, Mick. Mick Wilden. He's, mm. he's... Oh, I'm from South Africa. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, Hang on. Just quick Google. <coughs> I have, uh, is it Mac Weldon Limited? Is that his company? Yeah. Yes. Let's give him a call. 
All right. Okay. Um, I'm just going to put it on loudspeaker. And Stephen, go ahead. Place your new order. Hello. <laughs> Uh, hello, Macweldon Underwear Limited. Uh, is this Mr. Macweldon what I'm speaking to? Yeah, boy. Hello, this is Stephen Manahan. Uh, I, I'm a famous explorer. Have you oh, heard of me? You wrote that book about pants that had 35 <laughs> blank pages. Yeah, yes, that's right. I, I was just wondering, Mac, I, Mac, I, I happen to Macweldon. be... On, Quiet, Your dinner's Janice. ready! Janice! Your dinner's ready! Janice! Fuck. Fucking hell. Janice. I'm, I'm on a call. <laughs> Hold me, tea. Did, did you want chips? I'll add it a bit. Did, did you want chips? Yes, please. I'll have to nip to the shop. Sorry. Risa, I'm, you know, I'm not this sure this is working. I'll, I'll, do, you, do you want anything while I'm down at the shop? Uh, yeah, could you get me um, a copy of Nats? A copy yeah. of Reese, I, shall, I, shall I end the call, Reese? Uh, wait, just one sec. No, just hold on. Just carry on. Oh. Um, could you get me uh, 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 two quarter pints of milk? <coughs> two what? Two quarter pints of two milk. Two water? Yeah, I want Mac one full fat and one completely skimmed. Full fat what? I don't... What? Milk. Milk, okay. <laughs> could you also get me um? <laughs> could you get me two handfuls of those cheese nibbles? Two what uh, handfuls? Kind of, the cheesy biscuit nibbles that you get in large bags. I just want two handfuls though. I, I, I'll see. I'll see what the man's got. All right. You, you know, shall I just come to the shops too? Yeah, come on. All right. Do you, do you want but, me to but, phone you back? Your coat on. No, he, he'll get he'll he'll sort it out now. He's just busy a second. Put put your coat on. <laughs> I am. It's chilly. That that coat's too thin. Paul, I'm going to be honest. Your friend isn't really what I was expecting. Well, well, he works from home. Get the bloody coat on. The, the shop's gonna close in a minute. Look, it's all right. I'll ring ahead. I'll ring my mate Terry. He runs the shop. Wait, I'm a conference call. Huh? Terry? Just... Terry, oh, are you there? Hi. Hey. Hey, Terry. Terry. Hey. Could you keep the shop open for 15 uh, minutes? Me and, uh, me and Janice are going to be down in five. But we don't want you to close. We need our food. Eurovision's on in a minute. Pardon? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I said... I said Eurovision's on in a minute. (laughs) Tell you what. Do you want to come watch it at ours? (coughs) You know we've got the biggest telly in the the neighbourhood. I'd love to. Um... You know what? Bring the kids. <laughs> you it's you stay right. home. What did you want? I'll bring it up. <laughs> I wanted a copy of nuts. Copy of right. zoo. Um, one quarter pint of full fat milk and one quarter pint of fully skimmed milk and two right. handfuls of assorted cheese nibbles. Okay. And, uh, Janice, Janice, what did you want? Uh, oh, I was 
without any of those new uh, Pokemon cards. Do you ever need the new Pokemon cards? Uh, I got, we got Yu Gi Oh! Yu Gi Oh! Genius. It's Yu Gi Oh! Okay? Genius. No, well, Yu Gi Oh! Only Pokemon. No, we, uh, we only want uh, a Pokemon. I might have some in the back. Give me one second. Yeah, sure. Excuse just, me. Uh, check in the back, Genius. Excuse me, Matt. Oh, hey, you're still on the phone? Hello, sorry. Does, does your friend have any pants? Um, I'll just ask him. Oh, Tiz, you got any pants? Uh, I'm sorry, I'm in the other room. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? What did you want? Did you, do you have any pants? Uh, um, I'll just check in the back. <laughs> Wait! Um, He's just checking you... in the back. <laughs> Wait, I just need to clarify... Um, did you want underwear or trousers? I don't know, and I can't be bothered to ask him, so just check for both. What size? I'm assuming triple extra large. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm, on, I'm on the radio with you. I, we, got, we got some uh, pink knickers. <laughs> no, um, no, no. You know I, what, from the sound of the guy's voice... That sounds perfect. Sorry, Mac, I can hear you. Can you have Matt. those sent to number 10 Downing Street, London? That's not where I live. Yeah! Okay. How much are those going to cost him? Um, it's only uh, two South African yen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, right, for the pants. Uh, could you... Pop, uh, pop, pop. Whoa, it's, it's getting ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry. Post it to... What? Post, post it. Sorry, Reese. Re, can I just terminate the call? Uh, you're, you're game while you want it. We're ordering pants. Uh, no, I'm The guy's trying to really talk to you. I'm trying to talk to you. Post it in packages. 16. South African. Dollars. Uh, Okay. Um, it's going to be two South African yen and sixteen South African dollars. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. They're on their way. Uh, if you uh, if you PayPal me those, <coughs> I'll send your pants to your address. Um, my my PayPal is uh, Mac at Terry's Underwear dot biz. Okay, Mac. Well, I'm sending the pants, and then I'll come up with your itchy nibbles and your quarter pint of full-fat milk and your quarter pint of uh, uh, skim milk and uh, a copy of that's all right. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Well, it's just me and you again, Steve. Uh, well, thanks very much for the pants. Uh, get back <laughs> oh, the can radio. I order you anything else today? No, Excuse that's me. all. Uh, Thank you. Mac, Mac, is it? Uh, yes. Mac, this is Reese. Um, Hi. From Reece. Improv Radio, I'm sure you've heard. Um, uh, no. So, I'm no. a little bit confused. You're from uh, Mac Weldon Limited, right? Yes. You sell pants. Yes. And yet, you've just purchased pants from a shopkeeper. <laughs> Well, You've made a proxy sale. What's going on? Well, you see, the this thing is a is, scam. Um, no, it's it's quite simple. It's 
I work yeah, from home. It's quite simple. And... It's a scam. I can... Wow. I don't know about this. Uh, Stephen, you know what they say about South African pants salesmen? Do you really want to be purchasing bike pants this way? <coughs> not, not especially. I normally just knit mine. So, um, would you like to? Are you going to cancel the order? Are you going to? I, yeah, no. I well, Mac, are you still there? Uh, sorry, can I cancel that order? Beep. Wow. Okay. So I think we sorted out the pants issue. The book is. Done. We read the last chapter. Um, so, Stephen, can you tell us where we can buy this book? Yes, of course. Uh, well, Man or Not is available in uh, my house. Okay. Um, I've brought some to the studio. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I believe that they also sell them on Amazon because they, oh. they let anyone publish a book. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, just for reference, Paul, I just published a book on Amazon. Please, <laughs> you don't think I haven't read your book, The Communist Manifesto by Karl Marx and Frederick Engels? You're not far off. <laughs> okay, Paul, we're not going to plug anything right now, but we will come back to talk about your cooking show. Uh, but right now, I want to play a game I've devised. Um, so oh boy, I've used a sort of text-to-speech service, right? But each word, when played back, is a sample from a song. So each word is from a different song. So I'm going to play it for you. It's five words, and you need to tell me what song each of these words is from. So I'll just play that now. Nobody will listen to this. Okay. Uh, do, we, do we buzz in or something? Um, yeah, go on then. I, I think <laughs> no, nobody okay. might be. Okay, let's start with nobody. Nobody is probably um, from from the hit Smash Mouth. <laughs> um, uh, you is that you by sir, the band All Star? <laughs> That's correct. You sir are thinking of the word somebody. Great. <laughs> Common misconception. Oh, two different names and the band and, and, and of course, song are, are different. That's correct. I'm, I'm going to go for uh, my for my mate, uh, Jason Derulo. Ooh, you are so close. You are so close. Is it Dason Derulo? Uh, no. Is it Lars no. Ulrich? It's funny you should say that because there's an A and an R in Lars, and there are in the name of this band too. Oh, it, it must is be it on the system tip of your tongue. for a Dan. Oh no! Is it R a pirates band? <laughs> okay, I know how to help you out. I'm going to give you a little hint. You can buy five of these in a French patisserie. They're little, cakey things. Multiple colours. Is it the President of France? Macaroon. Oh, is it what? Macaroon 5? Macaroon 5, yes. Maroon 5, good. And what is the main ingredient in macaroons? Uh, your mum? Cream. Stephen? 
<sighs> Guys, I thought, you know, getting you two intellectuals on the show, you would not think that. Oh my gosh. Um, foam hens. Dead beetles. What? what? Is it oh. not coconut? It's not coconut, no. I, I am thinking of mac. I thought it was. It, what? What is the uh, main ingredient then? Sugar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So nobody. It comes from the band Maroon Five with the song Sugar. Okay, we're gonna play this one more time and then go to a break, so you at home can have a think about the answers. Nobody will listen to this. Is is Will from uh, DJ? Um, DJ Fresh Prince and uh, Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff and and Will is of course the name of Will Smith. You will have to wait until after the next song. Oh. Okay, this song is by um, some nobody called uh, Joseph Rushka. What a dink! I know a funking dink, and this is his song, Happy Desperate. Thank you. 
Okay, so that was Happy Desperate by Joseph Rajka. What did you think, Paul? I hated it. I thought mm. it was... I felt like you could just sense the smugness of the singer and the songwriter and the piano player. Oh, yeah? And also... But the one thing I did like was how out of time the glockenspiel was. That was a nice touch. <laughs> uh, Stephen, what did you think? Uh, well, I mean, as I said earlier, I only really like uh, Mongolian throat singing. Um, one thing I did neglect to mention earlier, Mongolian throat singing and, and hardcore East Coast rap. Um, no, oh, you're a DMX guy. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yes. X can give it to you. <laughs> Quite. See, I, I have an issue with this guy, Joseph Rajka, because he's copied this idea at Improv Radio, and he thought he could get away with it just because he did it years earlier. Oh, what a dink! What a silly, silly lunt. I know. So, okay, you, you know what we should do. Yeah. Um, go to his house and just have a nice time. Oh yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> What name? Just to really show him up. Just not invite him to a party at his house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we can do that, but I think we need to plan. Because it could go horribly pear-shaped. So I'll tell you what. um, Stephen, you're going to play the part of Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, How's your Joe impression? Pretty good. (laughs) Good. Paul, you and I will play ourselves, okay? All right. Swiss Who's going to play Stephen? Um, I will also play Stephen. Good. Okay. We're going to start walking towards Joe's house. We're down the end of the street. Oh, hey. Hi. Um, Were you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, I forgot I forgot I was walking with anyone. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. You know, hey, it's me, uh, it's, it's, it's me, uh, Paul. You remember from the podcast we recorded it earlier? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how's it been that... in the two or three days since? We have got four views, which means that all of us listen to it, but also someone else. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so... So, so, so they, uh, have they found your son yet? <laughs> um... <laughs> No. Sorry, I meant pants, Stephen. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, I was I was looking for them, and it's up in the bloody sun they were. Oh, so I still haven't bought any. All right. What about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh yeah. Uh, anyway. Oh, go on, go on. Now, now we're at. Joe's house. Should we? Uh, should we just jump this fence and get into his garden? Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me a push. Okay. Oh. Oh, hey guys. I've just come out of my really cool shed. What are you guys doing here? And, oh, and, and, and also, who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Paul Oddcast, inventor of Poppadoms. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm Stephen. I travel the UK every day. I've got your book, man or not. I'll sign it for you. Uh, no right, thanks. 
If um, only there was a blank page in the book to sign on. No, no. Oh, that's where you're in luck, guys. Don't do that, please. Okay, and Joe, I see the reason uh, I wanted to see you is because I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, hi, Rhys. How are you? Yeah, um, not so good. Oh, oh. Well, so... Maybe I'll play uh, you some soothing ukulele. Joe, stop the ukulele immediately. Oh, okay, xylophone it is. Stop the xylophone immediately. What is it, Right. Well, I was on the internet the other day. And I was taking a look at some old radio shows from university. And I saw you had a show called Improv Radio. Pretty funny that, isn't it? When you acknowledge that there is currently an Improv Radio show, which I am now running. Pretty funny. Yeah, I, I guess. So you don't you don't see an issue with this, Joe? No. Have you got any pants, Joe? I, no. I mean, yes, I do own pants, but I don't want to give you I mean, some. You, you got some spare pants. I, I just... I'll pay you. No. I'll nice. give you a whole blue whale. I'm not hey, a... Joe, I don't want a Joe. blue whale. Oh, this, uh, whole, this whole situation might be pretty funny. Is something that was never said about improv radio, and still isn't. Boom! Maybe in the old one that copied me. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, uh, I'll give you a portrait of a blue whale, what I made. <laughs> I don't want a portrait of a blue whale. Reese, your friends well, are very kind. Nothing. I got a plush, a plush blue whale. Please leave my house. Wait, you haven't even seen it yet, Joe. You, you guys want to play some WWE 2K18? No, I yeah, hate I wrestling. I only <laughs> want real fights in bins. But you're a very strange man. <laughs> I'll, I'll fight you. <laughs> All right, give I'll me fight you. Oh. <laughs> oh. Bunch, um, bunch, if bunch, if bunch, I win, bunch, I'll get bunch. your pants. Oh. All right, oh. give me your pants. Oh. Give me your pants. Oh. <laughs> Take. Yeah, I'll do it. Here you go. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, that's right. Now they're mine. Okay, well, that was interesting. Uh, yeah. Fun party. Mm. Uh, so, Joe, we're going to throw a party. <coughs> Fine. You might be wondering why all these people are here. K- kind of. Yeah, we're throwing a party. But okay. you're not invited. Oh. Why not? Uh, uh, we didn't think this far ahead. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, jump the fence. I'll give you a boost. Bye, uh, Reese. Uh, uh, bye. I'm just going to use wow. the <laughs> Guys, going through that plan, um, I think there are some, some flaws. You know what? I, I think the problem was the character of Joe kept shutting down all the comedic situations. I think he's best kicked away from improv radio of at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, but um, my impression of Stephen, right? 
Um, uh, flawless. To, to be honest, we are like looking in a mirror. Okay, um, so what we're going to do now? <laughs> uh, we're going to play that song for you one more time. The five word song. Nobody will listen to this. Sorry, established. The first one was Macaroon Five. Yes, I think the song Sugar. I think two might be mm -hmm. Taylor Swift. Um, you would be wrong because number two is a male. Is oh. it Lou Baker? Wait, of Membo who? number five fame. No, number two oh. or the word two. No, number number two. two. The word will. Listen. Right. The fourth no. word. Will. As in a listen beard and Monica. No. My life. Ah. Oh. Number two is the word will. Yeah, so the word two, number four, the word two. <laughs> I'd like to go for number three, nobody, Maroon 5. <laughs> I think nobody... banging my head on the desk. I think nobody might be... Uh, is it Paul Oddcast? It's Maroon 5. <laughs> that... I've got to be honest, this entire time I have actually been Adam Levine of Maroon 5. <laughs> and you, did, you didn't even know! You didn't even know your own bloody lyric then, did you? Oh. <laughs> this I, is, I, no! Wait, I put a lot of effort into this, putting these clips together, and you guys are too bloody stupid to find the words. Ah, if you're so clever, who's number two will then? Number two is Ed Sheeran, talking out loud. Wait, ding! I think number two is Ed Sheeran. I think number four. You would be correct, Paul. Is Ed Sheeran? Number four is not Ed Sheeran. Is number four Lou Bega? No. Number five, fame. Oh, Mambo number five. Is it? No, it's not. Is number four Maroon Five? I hear that's kicking around. Funk. No. Oh. Is this actually a twist that all of them are actually just you? <laughs> is it you, Reese? I mean, after your flawless impression of Stephen, I can imagine that all of them are you. Well, I'll, t I'll take the compliment, but that doesn't make me any less frustrated. Well. Um, is number three K2SO, the robot voiced by Alan Tudyk in Star Wars A Rogue One Story? Sure. <laughs> I'm just going to give you the answers. Hopefully the audience at home uh, are much easier time than you guys, because this is ridiculous. You're supposed to be professionals. You come onto my show, so I expect you to have some sort of musical knowledge to be on a podcast, which plays at least zero songs every time. To, I, no, you know what? I only listen to two musical artists, and that's John Gallagher and Joe Gronchka. I mean, even then, I don't like one of them. Did, did you consider playing one of them? Okay. The answers are before I lose my temper. Nobody, Maroon Five, Sugar, Will, Ed Sheeran, Talking Out Loud. Listen, Cobra Starship, with you make me feel. Two was Taylor Swift, with Bad Blood, and this was the Black Eyed Peas. Meet me halfway. I think we will never play this again. 
what the the podcast recording or the game possibly both we'll see we'll see Sweet. once i calm down okay <clears throat> just uh flatter my paper right um so uh paul yes um uh, so you've been cooking for a little while now i have yes and you have a recipe um series coming out um, uh, I do. It's called um, it's called delicious food for when you're poorly with <laughs> Paul. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cool. And um, sounds, sounds good. Yes. Um, the first so, episode uh, came out last week, so we're expecting the second episode to come out on the weekend. It, um, it did. Um, so t- tell us what we can expect. Well, the first episode, as you know, was covering that classic of chicken soup that everyone has when they're feeling a bit ill. The second one is all about my own homemade recipe for kelpo. Kelpo? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've devised my own recipe for kelpo. And uh, you know what? Actually, we've got a clip. Should we just roll the clip? Sure. So here we are in Paul's <laughs> kitchen. What are, you, what are you cooking up for us today, Paul? Yeah, Paul! Why are you cooking up for us today? <laughs> Thanks, two mums. Um, today I'm cooking up Kelpol. Oh, lovely! It's, um, it's a great recipe to have when you got a bit of a cold. Yeah, I've been it's... a bit Paulo recently. Oh, oh dear, <laughs> mum, what, what have you been Paulie with? As you know, every week I've been injecting my mums with a small amount of disease <laughs> just to give them food to test. You bloody what? You're grounded! What are you talking about? Why did I, why did I fight my mums? <laughs> Your other mother cannot control her lips now because you've been injected <laughs> with God knows what. Mum too! Mum too! You're just the boom operator. Why are you even talking? Don't, don't talk to your mother like that. I'm talking to you, Mum, too. No, no. So, it's he's got his ingredients out. Let's get a panning shot over that. Oh, lovely. Why don't you talk us through your ingredients, Paul? Good, good one, so Mum. We've got a paprika, a smoked paprika. Um, oh, is that spicy, Paul? No, I don't spicy. like spice, Paul. No. You know what? A lot of people think that, but actually, no, it's quite mild. Just no, 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 don't try to trick us. I'm not trying to trick you, Mum. Not like I last had, week. I had uh, paprika and chilli before and oh, I couldn't sleep for a week. And that's the clip. Did you enjoy it? That's, um... <coughs> Um, I, I thought I'd add some authenticity <laughs> by leaving in all the points in the show where I just corpse randomly. <laughs> we, we actually, so, each episode is roughly three hours and seven minutes long because we don't edit. Can, can I ask you something, Paul? Yes. <laughs> I see you work with your mother, so how is that? Um, well... Actually, it's funny you ask because those are just actresses I hired to play my mothers. Oh, because oh, uh, interesting. I, because prior to the first episode, 
I injected a small amount of um, virus into both of my mums, and uh, that I haven't seen them since. Wow, you just haven't oh. visited, or? No, my um, my. You've my, gone blind. My third mum told me that uh, <laughs> they're both having a special nap. Oh, oh. That sounds um, that sounds sexy. Mate, don't be weird about this. They're divorced. Reason. <laughs> yeah. I've lived for a long time, Reason. You'd be a bit strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it must be because Paul injected me with something before coming onto the show. I did. I injected you with a hint of snake's venom to cook yeah. you my, um, my cure for snake's venom. It's snake gumbo. And that's why you brought in the hobs. That is. <laughs> wow. Live okay. cooking. To cook it live on the show. Oh you my gosh. Those are that bubbling sound that's been on the, at the low audio level for the entire show. Oh. Because I've been cooking up a big old pot of gumbo. Basically, Whoa. if you want to have a gumbo that's both delicious and cures snake venom, <laughs> what you need to do is find the precise snake that has injected you with venom. You can't just cook any snake. It has to be the very snake that bit you. Now, then you're going to want to chop off its head. Ow! With with your hand. You're going to just want to do a swift karate chop down. Just, yeah. Knocking its head off. And, wait, Mum, are you in the studio? <laughs> Oh, I thought I'd surprise you for your birthday. <laughs> uh, you did, I on. forgot it was my birthday. Pauline? Oh. <laughs> are, are you... What? Oh, no. Uh, um, wait, uh, mum number five? Or as I like to call you, mumbo? <laughs> 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 That's me, son. Mumbo <laughs> number five? <laughs> 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 yes, I, I, I didn't have want you to find since, out this uh, way. How have you been? I'm not gonna lie to you, son. It was a couple of tough weeks. Yeah, you get that thing sorted? I had the shits! Yeah, <laughs> the shits. But it was it wasn't coming out where you might expect. It was, it was awful. What was that? What did you inject into me? If you want to find out that, you're going to have to watch episode five. Oh! <laughs> anyway, son, I'm here because it's your birthday. So I got you this. Oh, there you my... go, son. Finally. It's an Easter Island head. You always, you always <laughs> said how pretty they were. I did. I always wanted to get one and then uh, dress it up in lots of fun hats. Well, I, I didn't get you any hats. I didn't, I didn't know about that part. No, it's okay. Um, episode six is how to make hats out of food. Wow. wow. No, it's, uh, it's mostly just putting a colander on your head. Listen, son. I, I, after, after you injected me with that, that, that snake venom, I've been seeing some crazy things. I, um, I, I, went, I met God... Um, I met Godzilla. They're brothers, apparently. 
That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's, anyway, it's subtly there in the uh, subtext. Yeah. So, and, and anyway, that, happy birthday, Paul. Um, I'll, I'll be off now. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Love you, Mambo. I uh, love you too. Hey. <laughs> okay, so you were going to show us how to make jumbo? Gumbo, yes. Gumbo. I can show you how to make jumbo later. Wink. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, gumbo. Uh, Basically, what you want to do is get all your ingredients, like I have. Yeah. Uh, whip them all in a pot. And this is the most important part. Once all your ingredients are in there, you're going to want to perform the ancient ritual of um, snake venom, um, anti-venom. No way. It's it's like a chant, right? Yeah. What we're going yeah. Okay. All three of us. What we're going to need to do is well, all I, of us I, I think we bite all down the on chant. the snake. Okay. And right, if we I'll can all do, out. if we can all do the chant. <laughs> Actually, can we get a ukulele accompaniment to this um, chanting? Okay. Right, and with that, um, the snake has now been cleansed of all its venom and it's been replaced with anti-venom. Wow. So then you just want to chop it up, um, fry it under a medium heat for five minutes <laughs> and then <laughs> right. put it in the pan with the wow. rest of the pot, with the rest of the uh, gumbo. So- and then just serve it with whatever kind of co- co- carbohydrate you want. So that's what this is in your lunchbox, one you made earlier. Yep, I put um, a loose stew in my lunchbox. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, can we try it? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, you, I see you never brought a spoon. What can I use here? No, I, 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 I tend on. to I just... I, um, I tend to... I like to eat my food in the method of my favourite Halloween game, bobbing for apples. <laughs> So I make very liquidy broths and then put chunks in them that you got to bob for. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, okay. I guess I'll go first. <laughs> oh, you got a snake bite. Nice. Oh, <clears throat> Paul. That was heavenly. Did you did you like the hints of saffron I put in there? It's very subtle, but I got it. It is. <laughs> Stephen, you want a done? Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> of course, uh, this is this is. Um, uh, along in my series of five different recipes for gumbo that I'll be selling in a book. I'll call it Gumbo Number 5. And uh, it'll be available in shops on Tuesday. Wow. So you have a series and a book? Yes. Um, but funnily enough, they are not linked. I will, <laughs> right. I will not be plugging the book in the series at all. 
Okay. And uh, the uh, book acts as if television doesn't exist. <laughs> can, can I just tell the viewers about my, my new program as well? <laughs> sure. What, what's it, what is it? What's it about? Well, I just, I, I, I just realised, you know, talking about gumbo and, and you know, maybe a television show you'd like to watch for a snack. And, and I know Paula's a big fan. You probably all know that the television cop series Columba. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have no I idea where you're tell, going with this. I just wanted to tell you all about my, my new programme. Exploring the history of Colombo and, and what made it what it is today. <laughs> oh, so it's a documentary? It is a documentary. A five-part mini-documentary, if you like. What would the wow. name of this documentary be? <laughs> <laughs> it's called Colombo Number 5. Great. And we're going to play a clip from the pilot now. Beep. You join me on set in, in, in here, Columbo's hometown. And, and hey, it's me, Columbo! Uh, oh, oh, it's the famous bald detective now. Hello! Uh, so how times have fallen. Once perhaps the most famous television cop, and, and now living here, a small bungalow. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite nice. The, the, it's hideous. The mice, keep, the mice, they keep me company. <laughs> Beep. Wow. <laughs> that seems like a thrilling series. I will be watching this. Thrilling. I tell you what, I, I'll probably watch it with my favourite TV snack of uh, um, a quintet of buttered crumpets. Or as I like to call it, Crumpo Number Five. Interestingly, uh, as you know, I'm a, a strong Disney advocate, and, and I've recently been looking at, at Disney's early works. So I've got Snow White Number One, Cinderella <coughs> Number Two, Pinocchio Number Three, Robin Hood Number Four, and of course Dumbo oh <laughs> Number <my gosh>. Five. <laughs> Um, I think that's a good uh, time to end the podcast. Uh. <laughs> um, so, before you guys go, I just want to tell you about what John's up to next week. Because he well, he's technically one of the hosts. Uh, he's going to be performing improv in Amsterdam, of all places. Uh, at the oh. Amsterdam Improv Marathon. It's a 12-hour marathon. Couldn't imagine anything bigger than that. And it's uh, Saturday <laughs> the 19th of May. Um, John will be performing from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock p.m., which is block 5 on the Yes stage. This is a lot of information to take in. It's Studio K in Amsterdam, and you can buy a two-hour block ticket for €7.50 and a whole day for €30. So if you're Dutch or in the Netherlands, get your booties on over there. All right. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So uh, cheers. (laughs) Cheers. Bye. 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 Improve